and welcome to Contractor Chat, a podcast dedicated to discussing the hottest issues within the construction industry in 30 minutes or less. I'm your host, Andrea Smith, the Marketing and Government Relations Director for the Southwest Washington Contractors Association. For more than 70 years, we have championed a thriving construction industry here in Southwest Washington. We help our members win more business, become more profitable, train their employees, and build a stronger community. You can learn more about us online at www.swca.org. Today's episode is brought to you by Riverview Community Bank. All right, so we're here today with Brianna Blocker from Ameriprise. They're our 401k administrator. Do you want to just talk a little bit about yourself and like what you do? Sure. So I am a licensed financial planner. I've been doing this for seven years. I also run a lot of 401ks and really um, and am an expert in the topic. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> And how did you get into Ameriprise? Um, so I was actually, I was being recruited by several firms. I started out my career at a national bank and I was being recruited and I really wanted to focus in on financial planning and on really helping people and changing the conversation around money. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of confusion, mm-hmm. shame. People mm-hmm. haven't been educated from an early age. Um, so I really wanted to change that narrative Um, and empower people to really take control of their futures. Yeah. And Ameriprise in particular really specializes in financial planning, so they have a lot of tools um, that enable me to do that and do it well. Awesome. Yeah. Really great background. All right, so let's just go straight into the 401k. Okay. So I guess just describe a little bit about what it is and why Mm -hmm. people would want to contribute. Yeah. So the SWCA 401k, one of the great things about it is the association handles all of the uh, administrative things, all of the auditing, all of that. Um, so for members of the association, it's truly plug and play. Mm-hmm. Um, they can create their own 401k within the SWCA 401k. So whatever, um, whatever they want, like if they want, um, it to be a traditional 401k or safe Harbor, which we can go into later if you want to or not. Um, if they want people to have to wait a while before they can get in, if they want to do vesting, if they don't want to do vesting, if they want to do matching or no matching, right? it's up to them and their company. Um, but they don't have to pay any out of pocket to That's get awesome. in, yeah. which is huge. Yeah. That's a savings of anywhere between 800 and 2000 a year, oh, wow. depending on the company and, and what type of 401k they're putting together. Yeah. So that's a big deal. They also aren't responsible for auditing, which is also a big deal. I mean, nobody Mm -hmm. likes the word audit. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But paying somebody, somebody like CPA or whatever, to do an independent audit of your 401k can cost anywhere from $5,000 to $25,000, depending on the size. Yeah. Um, So that's a huge uh, monkey off their back. Another thing about it is um, there's a lot of education around it. So that's why I'm on the plan. I'm there to offer education to not just employers, but employees. Mm -hmm. Um, So it becomes an added benefit. Um, I'll go into workplaces and give talks about personal finance, retirement planning, education planning, debt management, whatever people want to hear about. Um, And of course, the 401ks and kind of help guide people. Wow, that's a really awesome service. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Nice. So you do like lunch and learns and stuff like that. Yeah. Kind of whatever works. Most of them, I mean, I will say the construction industry, you got to get there at 7 a.m. on a Friday or you're never going (laughs) to talk to anybody. Yeah. Which is fine. Um, That works well for me because I don't, you know, really love to stay late in the office. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I know you said that there's, you know, employers can choose what they Mm -hmm. want Mm -hmm. to do. So Um, You talked a little bit about Safe Harbor and things like that. Do you want to just go into the differences? Yes. So on the traditional side, um, you can do whatever um, you want as far as a match percentage. Or if you don't want to do a match percentage, you would go on the traditional um, side of the coin. Um, You can do vesting. Mm -hmm. So that means... An employee has to be loyal to your company to be able to take any employer contributions with them if gotcha. they leave. Mm-hmm. Um, a typical vesting schedule is over five years. Okay. Um, with a safe harbor, so all 401ks are tested and monitored for fairness yeah. by what's called ERISA, which is the governing body of retirement plans. <laughs> so... Um, to have a retirement plan in place for employees, it has to be fair for everyone. Mm-hmm. So with a traditional 401k, the idea is that the owners of the company, owners or highly compensated individuals, aren't getting more out of the 401k than the low-level employees. Gotcha. So if, on average, all of the employees participating in the plan are only contributing 4%, owners and key employees really can't be more than 2% different than that. So they can't do more than 6%, say, if the average is 4. That doesn't work for a lot of owners and highly compensated individuals. Typically, they're older and they're needing to save more for retirement. Obviously, they're more highly compensated. Um, So if they're going to max out the 401k, it's going to be a higher percentage than that average. Gotcha. So the safe harbor kind of bypasses the quote-unquote fairness Um, It doesn't really, it's still fair, uh, but it's not as closely monitored by ERISA because what they do, the trade-off for owners and highly comped individuals to be able to save more Mm -hmm. is that the employees are fully vested right away Yeah, and there's a required match. So the employer has to give a match. Um, It has to be at least dollar for dollar up to 3% of compensation and then 50 cents per dollar after that up to five. Okay. And the employee does have to participate to get that. Gotcha. They can't just sit there and get a match and not do anything for it. It is pay to play. Yeah. But uh, that entire match is theirs for the taking if they happen to leave. So there's no vesting um, or any restrictions like that, and they definitely will get a match. Wow. So that's the trade between the two. Yeah. Most companies end up doing safe harbor. Gotcha. Um, There is a lot... Initially, when talking to employers about it, there'll be some pushback because they're worried about the cost of a match. Yeah. I mean, you're getting a tax deduction. Mm-hmm. In the end, it's usually not a big deal. Gotcha. So. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. So I think previously when I attended one of your information sessions, you talked about um, like the differences in, I don't know the the right word for it, like different packages you can choose whether they're more aggressive or less mm-hmm. oh, for to... investment yes yeah. yes yeah so I um, oversee the investments available in the plan um, so we have funds from all different sectors of the market so we've got an S&P fund we've got an international fund we have a real estate fund bond fund etc 
then, and those are really good for people who are pretty used to investing and they can kind of pick which fund they want from which sector and what percentage. Yeah. Um, but for folks who kind of aren't as familiar with investing and don't really want to like take that on, yeah. <laughs> we have a target date lineup. Okay. So target date funds mean that you choose the date that best corresponds to your intended date of retirement, mm-hmm. plug all your savings into there. The fund automatically rebalances and changes its aggression as you get closer to your retirement date. So if you're 30, you're going to start out pretty aggressive. And then by the time you get to 65, it's pretty conservative. Mm -hmm. So you're not as um, prone to losing money in the event of a recession or something like that. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's the one I signed up for. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So Because I think my retirement date is like you know, projected 2060 something. Yes. Yes. And the most, so employers also have the option to auto enroll people in the target date fund. So if somebody enrolls and they don't pick anything, they're just automatically put in target date. So it's kind of done for them. Gotcha. That's cool. Yep. Super easy. Mm -hmm. Um, so do you have any other things about the 401k that you want to kind of spotlight? Yeah. So, um, Because the plan is so large, so there are a lot of participating companies, um, assets have built up over time. Because it's so large, that has compressed the cost for individuals participating in it. Mm -hmm. That's a question I get a lot, or what are the fees? Like, what can participants expect to pay annually? And that goes anywhere from 1% to 1.5%, depending on what investments they're in. Um, So that's really, in the scheme of things, pretty inexpensive for a 401k that's another upside to the whole thing yeah that's awesome yeah really awesome and does that come out of like how much they put in for the year or whatever yes it really comes out of the growth and uh how 401ks bill are like pennies daily yeah (laughs) so ultimately if you're if you're really participating you're putting money in you're not really going to notice it gotcha yeah and it pays for pays for me yeah, you know, yeah. pays for my education and, and my help. And I do help people individually, not just, you know, going to group sessions, but I'll meet with uh, SWCA 401k participants on our own time. Yeah. Um, it pays for obviously the investments. It pays for online access and security. It pays for statements. Oh, cool. um, it pays for they have a lot of tools through the website and the app as well. Mm-hmm. Um help you forecast your retirement yeah I've um, used that it's really awesome yeah, yeah yeah you know it's 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 a really good basic way of kind of getting a sense of of where you're at yeah so yeah. that's cool yeah it kind of takes it in an easier direction than oh my gosh like yeah how do I find you know a professional to help me you know start yeah. a 401k or start yeah. retirement yeah so. When you're, I mean, a lot of people get intimidated and when you're just at the beginning of saving, something like that is awesome. You know, it's when you get kind of more comfortable with it and further down the line is, you know, probably when you want to hire somebody, but. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. Do you want to share any information about like how people can, you know, meet their financial goals or anything like that or how you could help them? Yeah. I would say the most important thing is the time value of money. Yeah. Um, You know, I think a lot of us as Americans are focused on debt, you know, and worrying about that or they're focused on, you know, living on paycheck to paycheck kind of. Um, So really, you can't discount the value of saving now, starting to save now wherever you are, you know, whether you're 20 or 50. 
the more you save now, the better off you're going to be down the road. Um, it's never too late. Mm-hmm. Um, but that time value of money, that compounding factor cannot be beat. Um, you know, I show in a lot of my presentations, um, I'll throw in a few slides about this, but just waiting a year yeah. can end up tens of thousands of dollars difference in wow. retirement. Um, and there's one, and this is true, and this happens a lot, and I really, you know, don't want to preach, but try not to lend yourself money from your retirement yeah, <laughs> or cash out and then come back in. Um, so a guy saved for 10 years in his 401k, built up a nice amount of money, about 100000 uh, cashed it all out to have a down payment for a house. Mm-hmm. Um, after taxes, he netted about 60000 Oh, wow. And that went to the house. And then he started saving again. Um, by the time he was retired, that cost him about $1.6 million. Wow. That's crazy. So it's not worth it. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I will say, you know, if you're having trouble saving, start with the basics. Mm-hmm. Know what you make. Most people know what they make, right? Right. If I asked you what you made, you could probably rattle it off no problem. Yeah. Um, and you probably have a sense of what you spend, although I've found in my financial planning pro- uh, practice that most people don't know what they spend. Yeah. So budgeting is a really good, um, it's a really good practice to mm-hmm. do. Um, uh, but obviously knowing how much you make, knowing how much you spend, and then the key is spending less than you make. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people forget that. It seems so simple. <laughs> yeah. I mean, every choice we make every day yeah. and what we spend uh, has an impact. Right. And, you know, again, nothing against coffee, although I am allergic to it, so I don't drink it. <laughs> but that $4 you spend a day at Starbucks, right. if you put that away... Mm-hmm. Retirement could be 50 grand. Right. Yeah. So, so it's a lot like working out. You have to work on it every day. You do. And think of the future. And you have to be aware. Yeah. You know? And yeah, it's it just, you can't underestimate that time value of money and you can't underestimate the value of just saving. No yeah. matter where you are. Yeah. No matter what you're doing, just sock it away. I do remember you also saying something about this online bank account thing that you use. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. Oh, we're getting, like, we're getting away from the yeah. 401k. But, yeah, I recommend um, if you have money sitting. So, of course, I always recommend that everyone have an emergency reserve. Yeah. So um, that usually means three months worth of living expenses. So I'm talking essential. I'm talking food, clothing, shelter. Yeah. Not Starbucks right. or a bottle of wine, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, I'm talking essentials, but you want at least three months worth of living expenses saved. Mm-hmm. For families with kids and only one income, it's more like six, yeah. maybe even 12. Um, but start with three. And if it's just sitting there, sh- shop. Shop for a bank. Go online, mm-hmm. Google online banks with great interest rates and pick the highest and open an account there and put your money there. Um, the one that I like to use um, is 1.75% right now, which is yeah. almost keeping pace with inflation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's better than having it in your normal brick and mortar bank making right. nothing mm-hmm. or, you know, shoved under a mattress somewhere. Yeah, so, exactly. You know, that that's basic, basic advice, but. Awesome. Okay. And I just have one more, one more question mm-hmm. before we end. Um, Do you have any recommendations for like budget help apps or anything like that? (laughs) Is there anything that you use? So I'm old school with that. Um, I used to use Mint 
and it drove me nuts because <laughs> uh, I would just get all of these alerts that didn't really have anything to do with my budget yeah. necessarily. And then it became a big advertisement for, you know, TurboTax and yeah. for different investment companies of and course. whatever. And it's just like, <laughs> I'm bored. Um, so I actually do Excel spreadsheets. I'm oh, kind okay. of a nerd with those and yeah. I like those. Um, but I have clients who really love, you need a budget. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to pay for it. Yeah. Um, I have clients who love QuickBooks. I have clients who love Acorn, mm. which isn't really budgeting, but it takes when you make purchases and it rounds up and then it puts that away oh. into an investment account or a savings account for you. That's kind of cool. rounds up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> really old school, I like this for budgeting, is the envelope method. <laughs> Yeah. So in this method, you cash your paycheck as much as you can. Like, obviously, you know, if you pay rent or your mortgage electronically, you have to leave that or bills. But beyond that, you cash it. And then you have an envelope for every expense that you have each month. Yeah. And you put a set amount of money in that envelope. And when it's gone, you can't have that thing anymore. Yeah. But it makes sure that you are first saving that's a key too like yeah. save pay yourself before you pay everybody else so mm-hmm. save some money then you're spending the rest on your essentials and then what's left over you can play with but you can't go overboard gotcha yeah. so yeah yeah well, cool good advice thank you so much you're welcome Again, I just want to say thank you to Brianna for joining us today and giving us that overview of the 401k don't forget to like share, and subscribe to make sure that you can stay up to date with all of the newest podcast episodes. And don't forget to check out our 2019 Construction Executive Summit. This will be held on February 7th, 2019. We are super excited that Peterson Cat will be our presenting sponsor, and we're very excited to announce that Lars Larson from The Lars Larson Show will be one of our keynote speakers. Stay tuned to hear uh, who else will be a revealed keynote speaker, and also stay tuned for information on our breakout session presenter. Thanks so much for tuning in. This has been Andrea with the Contractor Chat Podcast. We'll catch you next time.